Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musick. This wonderful Monday for me, it's uh, in Barcelona, Spain, where I've been here for both Search Conference and TEDx Raval. So, been an exciting week. Um, today, I want to talk about some pretty exciting ideas that happened in 2011 and just kind of leverage that to give some of you who are thinking about starting your own companies in 2012 some good ideas about where you might begin. Let's uh, just start out with things like a concept. Make it a platform. Facebook and Salesforce.com both have platforms, right? They're, they're using tech companies' proprietary data and making that a foundation for other business to build things on. So if you can create a foundation for other people to build things, you've got something like an API service, right? You don't have to build the whole thing yourself. You build a tool that other people can build on, and you collect fees when they do it. I like the freemium model. Offer something that's a no-cost intro product, and then upsell to paid versions when people need more and more service, or maybe just higher levels of service. So... Again, think about API-type things and let other people build their platforms. They pay you for whatever fire hose of information you might be able to offer. Some hot examples, Facebook, uh, Salesforce.com, and then Box and Spotify. 
Box.com is a cloud storage provider. I think probably many of you have already heard it, and some of you may be using it. It's a pretty boring commoditized space when you think about it, but Box is providing developers with apps uh, and the ability to build apps, right? It leverages the data that Box's enterprise customers are already paying to store. So they can fend off these uh, you know, competing cloud storage providers by offering something more exciting. With Spotify, it's a digital music service and it gives you access, again, to millions and millions of songs. So people can build things off the base. How about getting consumers to sell stuff for you? That's kind of Web 2.0, right? That's interactive stuff. Well, there's TaskRabbit and eBay and Zarly and Coffee and Power and Craigslist. All of those things are 2.0 interactive things, right? eBay and Craigslist, they showed up first, and they replaced things like classifieds and garage sales and stuff like that, right? But there are some pretty new ideas out there, and they're more interesting, perhaps. Um, they take a niche market approach to the things that eBay and Craigslist took a global approach to. They tried to be all things to all people pretty darn quickly. And at the earlier stages, they were very, very exciting. But TaskRabbit is something that will help you find people in your area who will do your errands. Okay, so it's very focused. But it's the same kind of idea. It's a job-like thing, right? But very small jobs. Okay? Zarly helps you buy and sell to people who are in your neighborhood. Same kind of idea as TaskRabbit. It's very localized. So it's a kind of localized eBay play, if you will. This one is selling stuff. TaskRabbit is more like, I don't know, a monster.com, a job site, but far more interactive again. You're actually finding people who run your errands. You'll pay them an agreed amount and then they go off and do it. So both people are engaged in the site. And then Coffee and Power is literally about buying and selling uh, jobs. So again, more localized and, uh, and, and a little bit like those monster job sites from before. Uh, other sites for sharing stuff of your own? We've got uh, Airbnb. That's getting you to stay in people's homes instead of hotels when you travel. Pretty interesting idea. And their line is that it's much more fun and you get a localized feel for things and so on. And then, of course, folks who have space in their homes can make a few extra bucks that way. So an awful lot of these, as you probably have noticed, are focusing on things that come up during times of recession or tight economics when people need to make a few bucks and possibly a few bucks, if you will, off the grid. Loose cubes, same idea of um, you know selling and buying stuff. This one is about finding office space you can share. Their website says you can do it in New York, San Francisco, and then quote around the world. So I'm not sure how deep they get into the other cities yet, but loose cubes. It's about sharing office space. So if you've already rented a space, you've got more than you need. You can essentially sublet either temporarily or maybe even for a longer term. Your car. Uh, you've got wheels and relay rides, and then get around. All of these about sharing resources. So you can see where this is going. These ideas, these kind of 2.0 consumers selling stuff to each other, think about things in which there are resources that individuals or households are using. Okay? You can do things like trading clothing. I've seen sites on that. You can uh, buy and sell the clothing, but you can also literally rent it, right? You kind of put it in a central pot, and everybody rents from the central pot. Then there are things like uh, vehicles, of course, errands, yes, 
all of these things are related to private uh, individuals or households. What else could you do? You could choose to do things like childcare. Certainly the old style stuff was to create little community co-ops and moms would come together and share the childcare and so on. There are times when the children are too young for that, right? Infants, they can't really get engaged here until they're six months, sometimes nine months or a year, or until they're potty trained. So looking at that sector, you might say, well, maybe there would be moms who would kind of uh, buy and sell and meet up their services along the lines of that sort of thing, so that you could get to know each other, got to be very localized. Um, in terms of transportation, it isn't just about borrowing a car or sharing a car or any of those kinds of things. Perhaps it's about sharing rides. There are a number of sites, many of them actually started by municipalities, that try to get folks to share rides. You might think about, again, very localized things in which you could say, uh, again, parents giving rides for kids to school, uh, carpooling, organizations of carpools, and so on. There are so many sites out there. There's no clear behemoth in the field that says, this is where everybody gets together to organize their carpool share and sharing. Okay. So again, you want to be very careful about uh, you know the pedophiles coming out and robbing people of their children and kidnapping and so on and so forth. You really want to say, if you have a carpool, this is your schedule mechanism. This is just where it happens. And the carpools can go to schools, to um, workplaces for adults only. They could go to sports games and practice sessions and Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, all kinds of club activities and so on. So you can see that it can get quite complex. That would be very interesting. But again, these folks would know each other beforehand. They would simply all agree to use your platform. And then perhaps people would build things on top of such a platform as well. So um, look for those kinds of things where People have resources that are inefficiently used because they are not used 100% of the time. What can you build to make it better? When we come back, we're going to look at some more ideas, uh, looking at some folks who have built brilliant ideas in 2011 and how you might leverage that to build your own startup in 2012. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. We're talking about some good ideas that got built in 2011 and uh, how you might leverage some of those ideas to build something kind of smart in 2012. So there's this concept of building a studio, if you will, or, or building a, um, an incubator. If you can't come up with your own product idea, maybe there's a whole bunch of other people with some bright, bright startup ideas, but they need some money. Now, a number of folks have played in that field. There's Kickstarter and Quirky. Um, I know of a couple of others as well. All of that's uh, really good stuff. They, they find good ideas. They pop them out there. If you're interested, you get to throw a few bucks at it. And it connects people, but again, it's almost global, if you will. It's very broad-based. Now, how about the idea of connecting people who want to invest just a small bit every week, kind of like a risky savings account, right, in the hopes of finding this rich vein in the startup world? You think of it as better than buying a lottery ticket, not as safe as a savings account. Focus on something like that. But you've got to instill that zip, the thrill of buying the lottery ticket. You might win big. And, of course, be very clear that it's quite risky. Like a lottery ticket, you're likely not to see much of this stuff come back. But people like to do that sort of thing. And focusing on it more like a lottery ticket sale than in this concept that it's just investment would be an interesting play. Because, in truth, playing the stock market is really gambling. We, uh, I mean, we're, we're forbidden to have insider information. And without the very information that would tell you whether or not you had a pretty sure thing, it's quite risky, of course. So think of it that way. Focus on the thrill. Um, and then focus on the regularity of it, though. That you get somebody in the habit of saying, putting five bucks into this group fund every week. And you get a bunch of people doing that, pretty soon you've got ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, and you could fund very early stage startups in the local neighborhood. Now that might be quite interesting as well. So you've got all of these pieces, the hot buttons. We could fund startups in your neighborhood, thereby bringing back some value or improving the value of your neighborhood and the commerce there. We can uh, give you the chance to, you know, who knows, be the next. Uh, early investor in a Google or a, you know an MSN that would be pretty cool and the third thing of course is that it's a regular process so people are going to get there and talk about things and, and post about it and uh, share their experience and spread it around so there's all kinds of interesting 2.0 ideas about that now there are folks like decide.com 
They're in the retail area. They analyze prices of consumer technology uh, products, right? So Decide.com is the uh, decision maker, the idea um, search engine, if you will, is what they say. Uh, they're predicting whether the prices of particular items are going to go up, down, or hold steady. It's very much like airline tickets. If you go to kayak.com, they're doing the same kind of thing for airline tickets. Well, maybe you could play the same game with hotels, with car rentals, uh, making generalized information, mining information about what those pricing structures look like through the years and providing historical data and then perhaps even providing an algorithm that predicts with you know more or less certainty and you can be pretty straightforward about that um, as to whether or not something else will go up or down. It could be the price, again, of uh, uh, some kind of travel-related product, but you could go beyond that. It could be whether or not you think that uh, the price of certain uh, products that we buy on a regular basis will go up. When's the best time to buy a winter coat? Is it really in February when the sales come on, or is it more like May or June when the liquidation stuff is going on? Those would be kind of interesting things, and I think this is, again, a, a focus and a play on, if you will, hard times. Folks want to optimize the value of the capital they have to spend on their families and on themselves. This would be interesting stuff and really, really sticky. So... Um, Let's take a look at a couple of other things. Uh, Black Locus, I understand, uh, scours data sources like competing retail sites, and they do it for tech prices. Decide.com, again, for consumer technology products. So it seems like that's a pretty wide open playing field for folks who might want to get into anything from clothing to perhaps fuel to perhaps uh, transportation, hotels, uh, restaurants, etc. Um, let's take a look at the next one. Uh, here's one that's interesting. Uh, it's called Touching the Real World. Okay, um, Nearly every new mobile startup has some kind of a location awareness component. Okay, But consumer uh, tech is getting more than that. It's, it's getting very interesting to businesses in addition to individuals. So there's an Into Now company, which just sold itself, by the way, to Yahoo. Again, Into Now, I-N-T-O-N-O-W. It's a mobile app that listens for TV shows airing in the same room. Consumers get to get additional data about that show. So if I'm watching a show and I've got my Into Now app going... I can get additional information about the show I'm watching. That would be, I'd say, a fairly short-term play. It's a precursor to that kind of information being available on my TV screen with web-enabled TVs coming on board and getting into people's homes over the next, say, five to ten years. Um, basis. Uh, let's see. That's building. Uh, they built a watch that measures skin temperature, sweat level, heart rate, blood oxygen levels. There are another um, couple of those. I think there's jawbone, uh, basis, and then um, 
I don't know, there's a third medical startup where you, you wear a band and it provides you again with all that information. Some of it's uh, for exercise and things like that. That's quite interesting to the individual. Some of these are, uh, or the other one was called um, biomedics, uh, and that one can be used by people coming home from the hospital, for example, to uh, bring them out of hospital sooner when they've had things like heart attacks because all of those important things can be measured and then sent back to the doctor to make sure that all is well. So think now about the kinds of information that you could mine from things that go on in everyday life. Well, it's pretty tough to come up with these kinds of things that would measure things like skin temperature and sweat level and heart rate and so on. But think about easier stuff to mine. Uh, one of the easiest I see would be a gas buddy. That's been around for a while. They're just literally mining the data of the price of gasoline, and many individuals actually put that information in as well as they uh, are able to mine it kind of automatically. What else could you mine? Uh, either with user input, which would be most interesting, or that plus an automatic uh, scraping or mining of information. Uh, think about the kinds of things that we would like to know about as we travel from day to day. Now, everybody wants to know about the price of gas, and even a couple of cents one way or another will cause us to move out of our way to take advantage of it. What about things like um, pubs, uh, coffee shops, uh, maybe restaurants with specials, but a lot of that's already been taken care of. But again, making that micro piece out of it, uh, perhaps it would just be uh, the uh, price of milk in different places and different times of the week. Perhaps it would be um, something like a... Uh, uh, an availability of a street fair or a market that opens up in different parts of the city and keeping tabs as you go on the costs of fresh veggies and things like that. People are interested in different metrics, whether it's a little higher, lower, this or that, and cost structure around all of this seems to be the binding product. I would say, look at the cost of things. Big things, small things, things we use often. And find yourself something that you could track and then sell it. Uh, weather.com, by the way. Weatherunderground.com, right? They track weather to microclimates within neighborhoods of cities. Right? Huge volumes of information. And again, people build things on their API. So they're mixing and matching all of that stuff. But because it's user-generated uh, information, users actually report in from weather stations all over the place, some of them professional ones and some of them just private uh, individuals. They can get a huge volume of data. People are fascinated by the weather and the temperature one degree or another. You find one where people are fascinated by the metric and see what you can do to leverage it. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their 
performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. We've been talking about some fun ideas that were built during 2011 and how you might leverage the general concepts to go and build something brilliant of your own. So the final idea I've got for you for starting a business in 2012 is, well, many of you have got to keep your day job. Start small. Start a home-based computer business. That's easy stuff, right? Your own knowledge is your own secret weapon. Leverage it. Most of us do not know what we know. So I'm going to suggest you make a list of everything you know about. Is it golf and horse riding, cooking, painting, uh, dogs, cats, uh, birds, gerbils, training, uh, you know, as in fitness training, health, any area at all, whatever you have done in your life from childhood to adulthood, including child rearing, uh, whatever it is, make a list of it. You've got an interest in it. You've got some experience in it. Start leveraging that. Make small video clips. Write blog posts. Create things that are free of charge on uh, you know free platforms. You can use uh, Drupal and Joomla and um, you know all those kinds of free website development uh, options. Right. Start somewhere. Create something that others will be interested in and that they will be willing to spend time and money on. That's the killer piece. Once you've made a list of all the things that you might know about, choose one. Let's suppose it's the first one, golf. 
right? You know something about golf that other people don't know. Mind training, golf clubs, a particular kind of, uh, you know, a, a history of golf courses, whatever it is that you know. Make sure that people are willing to spend money on this subject. And if you are able to also then do affiliate marketing for those kinds of products or simply put advertisements on your own site, so it's not a wonderful way to go, but it's a start, right? You can provide them with relevant advertisements, make personal recommendations about products and processes and who knows what, and send them off to make the purchase. If you're believable, if you really have uh, you know, history and acumen and experience in the field, you will become known as an expert in it. So my last suggestion is for 2012, just get started somewhere. Build something on your own knowledge base today. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. You can download these shows at, through iTunes or at webmasterradio.fm. We'll look forward to seeing you next week on CEO Coach. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.